0: We continue with the daily sports feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some James Madison lacrosse now with the head coach of the Duke, Shelley Clays, as her team went 2 0 last week. They're 2 1 overall, get set to play at High Point coming up on Saturday. And it's Ms. 200. 200 career victories for Shelley Clays at James Madison. Congratulations, coach. Thanks so much. You know, what does that mean to you? Uh, it's
1: a lot of games. Um, it's just exciting to be able to kind of lump them all together, I guess. Um, And it's a lot of loyalty, you know. So I'm just really proud of, you know, all these different wonderful ladies that have come through this program, whether they were athletes or coaches, and just helped me and us become a really great program and putting me in a position to be a winning coach. So I really appreciate um, just everyone and everything, you know, that have helped me to – if you lift it up in this way.
0: Do you remember win number one?
1: <laughs> I think I I remember win number one, top ten team. I can remember the first time we beat Georgetown at Georgetown, um, and it was our first top ten win. And I can remember the girls got the game ball for me. That's actually the first. Yeah, that's the first big win I remember.
0: <laughs> so you don't remember the first one? You just remember that one.
1: I did. I, unfortunately, in this moment, yes, that's the first win I'm remembering. Like, big monumental win where the girls made a big deal
0: of it for me. Oh, that's awesome. We're talking to Shelly Clay, the lacrosse coach at James Madison. Again, she picked up her 200th victory on Saturday with her victory over UConn. And, Coach, how different is, is lacrosse as a sport from when you first took over or first got into it when you were playing to 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 it is, is to how it is right now? Is it night and day from, from where it is? Well,
1: I— a little bit in the sense that it's way more um, the way it's more structured. You know, we, when I played at JMU, um, we didn't have sideline boundaries. Um, We didn't have restraining lines Um, that allowed the players to actually run the entire field. Um, And so you would see 12 v twelve. Uh, around the net, you know, 11 field players and a goalie, and wow. you can Im- imagine yes. <laughs> the lack of space. <laughs> wow. Um, and so, back then, attacking the goal from behind the net was really the only way you could, um, you know, implement your offenses and find um, you know, I think um, security in handling the ball, because if you tried to attack from uh, above the goal, there were just layers of defense that you had to break down. So, you know, I think in that realm, um, yeah, I think the game has changed. And then I think the technology um, and the, the, the speed and skill, um, the stick work is just so much better. Um, what we can do with the ball, the control, um, with the pockets and, the, you know, the materials that you're using for, for the sticks and the shafts it's, and the stringing, it's just a beautiful game. And so, you know, the behind the back, the, you know, releases from, you know, down around your feet, um, the ball control and being able to, you know, maneuver the stick to be able to get around the, the defense and the stick pressure. It's just an exciting game. So, yeah, I think the game has evolved quite a bit with the rules. Um, as well as the technology of the
0: stick. Yeah, no question. Again, bigger, stronger, faster athletes as well just make for such a fluid game as well. We're talking to JMU lacrosse coach Shelly Clay. her team now 2-1 and one after victories over Virginia Tech and, and UConn. Let's talk about those. This, the 8-6 to six win in Blacksburg last Wednesday. Got out to a great start. They came back and tied it. It was uh, close for a while. A, a really defensive battle in that second half. Only three total goals were scored. Were you happy with how things went on, on last Wednesday?
1: I was really proud of our defense. I, You know, I think that they um, did a great job of, you know, just cleaning up a lot of trash, staying composed. Um, you know, I think our offense um, did a great job creating shots. Uh, you know, we had 39 shots on goal. And, you know, I think when you look back, it's just having the composure in the moment to keep your feet moving and capitalize on those chances. And, and that's where we, you know, we allowed – and afforded the UConn goalie to have 21 saves. Mm
0: -hmm. And so,
1: you know, you make, you know, you change four or five of those and and you have a total dominance and and you have an opportunity to maybe do a little bit more subbing and see what else you have on the roster, which could be really exciting for us as a program. And so for us, we want to see them be able to find that polish on the offensive end and finish those chances because the offense is starting to... Um, get a lot of great looks and I think that that's something that's really exciting for this team.
0: Again, the Dukes are two and one right now. We're talking to Shelley Clay's lacrosse coach at James Madison. They get set to play at High Point coming up this Saturday. And you know, the one thing that I thought was was key, really, in both games is that you had a lot of a lot of people score. It's not just Elizabeth, Isabella, or Ty, and we know about them. But um, Caitlin, Maggie, Maddie, Caitlin, um, we also got a goal. I mean, you had multiple kids score goals against UConn as well. It just wasn't your your big guns. Everybody knows. Was that good to see from, from your team this week?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what we're looking for, you know, an offense that lets multiple people attack the game. And, you know, we need athletes to make plays. So in a situation, you know, where Bella comes off a great first week with Tech and UNC, UConn was putting a little bit more pressure on her to receive the ball. And then once she got it, they were just sending an immediate double um, and I thought Bella did a really good job of sharing the ball early in the game, and it got a lot of different people um, involved. And you know, I think that's where we need them to be able to finish those chances. You know, we see Taylor Marchetti had seven shots um, in in this game, but she, you know, she finally produced. Right? She mm-hmm. she had two goals. Um, you know, I, I think you know, obviously, um, you know, Caitlin McElwee had a you know a couple shots in there. Maddie Epke was able to get some shots. Um, you know, Brie Manella scored a goal, her first freshman goal. Um, you know, we, we need those players to have the confidence to be aggressive and attack their defensive players within the system. And, and then when we have the chance to receive the ball as a target and catch, it's just keeping your feet moving and finishing those chances. So, yeah, I think that the offensive set, you know, we have a lot of different options. I think it's opening up a lot of different people.
0: We're talking again to Shelly Clays, lacrosse coach at JMU. What did you like about the UConn match on Saturday? What were you happy with?
1: Um, you know, I think our draw presence continues to be a huge strength for us. Um, you know, I loved seeing Rachel maybe – um, get into that 200 mark. We got to share that number on this day. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, she's really exciting player. And I think we've been talking a lot about um, Isabella Peterson and Maddie Epke on the draw because they're so important to our um, draw team. And, um, but the reality is, is, um, you know, the ball's going to get kicked out to the circle players quite a bit. And I think Rachel continues to show her dominance in a 50, 50 battle. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think that, um, you know, to have Ty Jankowski be able to produce, you know, multiple goals, hat-trick level goals um, in multiple games, I think that shows that we have, um, you know, a a second um, offensive player who's really able to step up for this program. Um, You know, and then obviously that third quarter presence where we were able to generate a lot of offense, you know, we third quarter probably – has been um, our weakest quarter uh, when you're looking at you know, our consistency. And so we really put a focus into halftime on how we come out of the gate, and I thought we made a nice change there.
0: You mentioned Rachel Mady. She was named the American uh, Defensive Player of the Week this past week. and Just talk about what she's meant to your program. Again, she's a fifth-year kid that decided to come back, and, and when I talked to her a couple weeks ago, she's just like, I, I wanted to come back. There's no doubt I was coming back for another year. But she, she just means so much to your team and your program, doesn't she?
1: Honestly, I think she's probably one of the strongest leaders I've ever worked with. Um, And to see her in this fifth-year, you know, uh, role, she is so locked in. Um, She just, you know, I was listening to Catery talk to the whole team. She is just seeing the game at such a high level, such a big picture. Um, She's able to take in everything that's happening around her on such a level of detail um and she is demanding everything out of the people around her and that's you know a beautiful thing when you have a player who can actually do it and, and execute but she also is able to lift everyone else up around her to match her level it's just an incredible thing to see happen
0: that's got to make you so proud as a coach.
1: It's wonderful, you yeah. know, uh, to see her relish in her role and, you know, um, just brings so much. She just influences us in so many ways. She's so competitive. She loves to be out there to make everything more fun. Um, and, you know, it. whenever we split up on teams... Um, Rachel's team does well. So it's definitely <laughs> it's <no> something surprise. <laughs> about her that just brings in success to a program.
0: She's got that it factor. There, there's no doubt about that. We're talking with Shelley Clays, lacrosse coach at James Madison. And how would you feel like Kat played in, in, in goal for you? It seemed like she was pretty consistent for you in both games.
1: Yeah, I think Kat's done a good job of holding her own. And, um, you know, as the game goes on, she's getting more and more comfortable um, you know, and, and I think that's really awesome for Kat. And I think that's awesome for this program. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, happy with her performance.
0: You have, uh, no games this midweek. Is it nice to kind of, kind of catch your breath after those first three games? And, and again, now you kind of know about your team a little bit more. Is it nice to have some time before you play high point on Saturday?
1: Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, it's tough, uh, to start the program the way we have all these years and, Um, you know, you have to have your ducks in a row, um, to be able to go into a three grain swing in seven days with little to no time to kind of refocus and, and, uh, have to restructure things. And so luckily for us, we, we, I think did a really good job of showing incredible ability to compete, uh, against UNC and then pulling out two huge wins against an ACC and, uh, biggest programs. And, um, you know, for us now to be able to settle in, you know, we're going to continue to do a little bit of work against man defenses. Um, you know, we, we obviously, you know, um, want to keep encouraging our program to see different options and finish those chances. And then, you know, high points is own team. So we're going to have to, you know, be able to lock in and, and be able to produce, uh, you know, a lot of ball movement. And then, like I said earlier, the ability to finish with crashing defenders underneath you with a you know a solid goalie goalie in Taylor Sutley.
0: Talk about High Point a little bit more and, and their zone and what what can they do to cause you guys some problems on Saturday.
1: Well, I think High Point's a lot like UConn in that they're going to try to make the game real ugly. And you know you're looking at their their games. There it's just a different style. It's, you know, twenty averaging twenty to twenty five turnovers in a game. Um, you know, uh, it's not clean. Um, and so for us, we've been down around 8, 9, 10. I think we had 11 uh, turnovers in the UConn game. You know, I think we've done a really good job of generating a lot of shots, but having few turnovers. Um, uh, and so, you know, can we have strong change, you know, like quick change of focus? Um, they are a transition team like UConn. They want to push hard. They want to try to draw fouls. I think they're averaging seven pre-position shots in a game. Um, We haven't had that many come at us. And so, you know, can we um, slow them down? Can we stop their 1v1s um, without fouling, Um, you know, uh, and force them into a settled look where, you know, we believe we can break up their ball movement and um, finish the ground
0: balls? Should be fun. That'll take place on Saturday at High Point. So again, they're on the road. No midweek this week. The Dukes are 2-1 and one for their two wins this past week. Coach Clays with 200 victories. Congratulations again. Thank you for your time and good luck this weekend.
1: All right. Thanks for having me.